Podcast Babies. I'm Jesse Oliver. I'm Maureen Smith. And I'm Makita Loney, and we're Fat Out of Hell. A bi-weekly podcast where we burn down fat stigma through conversations about our experiences as bad, rad fatties. So take out your extenders and buckle up, because it's time to go! Oh, and welcome to another rousing episode of Fat Out of Hell. Or should I say Fat Out of Jingle Bells? Because today <laughs> we are going to be discussing some um, coping mechanisms, shall we say, for this holiday season. Yeah, this particularly weird holiday season. <laughs> This particularly, like, you know, last year we released an episode that was about, like, how to deal with fat phobia and seeing your family when it's hard to see your family because of the fat phobia. And now we're like, God, the world is having the exact opposite problem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, the, the exact inverse problem is happening. And so... I think there's a space to be had, a collection of like, this is how we've been handling things and, you know, and how how to perhaps like spread some uh, tidings of comfort and joy or, you know, uh, some Thanksgiving past the cranberries we're having Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for loving me. Thank okay. you for being there. Oh yep. um, <laughs> I think Bob's Burgers has single-handedly uh, emphasized the importance of Thanksgiving and how yeah. it's always forgotten. Yeah. yeah. Uh, between like we are we uh, we are recording this episode on November first, so officially Halloween is over. So it is now the season of. Uh, the Twin Cities of Holidays, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Minneapolis St. Paul of the holiday season. Um, <laughs> so, y'all, what you doing? I mean, should we, Kita? I mean, can we talk about the thing I sent out that I was like, Kita, you need to get this? Oh, yes. Or is this oh. going to be like a secret reveal for the gram? So. I don't know. Should we do a secret? I, I mean, hey, listen, it's in my closet. What, what we can, yeah. So, what we can say <laughs> is about perhaps that. Oh my God. I came across something and was like, uh, I love this, but you know who will really love this? Makita Loney. And I said this, and was like, I believe you should buy it. And like one hour later, Makita's like, I purchased it, I bought it, I did it. You know so, what I realized after I bought it? I think it was a different color than we both were expecting. Oh. But that's okay. But you don't like, dislike the color that it is. No, because it's literally a blank slate. That's okay. that's what yeah, that's what I'm gonna that's say. Where, that's the pic- where you'll leave the it. picture was photoshopped. Oh gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Can I yeah. can so, I share a funny story about what I remember about that conversation? As that yes. conversation was happening. <laughs> I missed most of it because I was at the zoo <laughs> and it was the first time I had been to the zoo. <laughs> yes! the first time I had been to the zoo in, in a really long time. And so I just like could not even. Yeah. So I just like saw this majestic purchase happening and was like, I missed all of this because I've just been looking at monkeys. <laughs> it's a zoo in. I don't need. Honestly, you know, I do remember last time I went to the zoo, and it was high school. Yeah. All right. I can tell you, the last time I went to the zoo, it was in Omaha. Oh. I went to the Omaha Zoo years ago, and I feel like Omaha and San Diego are huge zoos that feel more like refuges. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a... Mm -hmm. Like... Like Carol Baskin's tiger situation. Sure. But, like, actually done with, like, more money and with, you know, yes. like, like, consideration yes. for. Yes, yes, yes. I was just thinking about the bigness. <laughs> I mean, also, like, what a year that we are still talking about Carol Baskin. I can't believe that was still this year. I, I mean, time. What a construct right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. It is. 
it is someone said recently like every day feels like it goes on forever and then every month is like the blink of an eye and yes if you had told me in march in march i truly thought great this is going to be two months of our lives do you know like i didn't expect it to be two weeks i knew it would be longer than that but i thought okay two months of our lives and then we'll like you know, I'll, I'll be sitting at a beach drinking my white claws. <laughs> no, I have a really, I have a really clear memory of. So we're at the time we were all living in Chicago, and um, the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, put out this video in mid-April or early April or something like that, with like basically tips and tricks of. Um, pandemic safety and staying inside and all of that and one of the things it was like a series of vignettes and one of the things was she like had she was wearing like a birthday hat and she was like happy birthday Aries you need to stay inside and maybe you can share maybe you can share your birthday party with a Gemini because we all thought that it was going to be over in June right 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 um but (laughs) But it wasn't The terrible mishandling of a global pandemic by our current administration uh, has led us to this moment. So let's talk about what it's going to be like to be alone or semi alone for holiday gatherings, right? Like I had to have, I had uh, to have, (laughs) I had to call my mom with basically the intention of, of, (laughs) of breaking her heart. (laughs) Because so my mom lives alone and right. Thanksgiving is her favorite holiday. And right. the big family Thanksgiving had already been called off. That was called off in August. Um, but in my mind, I was like, we're probably still going to go up to Wisconsin and have Thanksgiving like me, Daniel and my mom and just like bubble up there. But with Wisconsin being the literal epicenter of the virus. I mean, the only places worse right now are the yeah. Dakotas. Like, <laughs> I, what? <laughs> what are y'all doing? I, it's They're believing Trump. That's what well, they're doing. And truly. you want to know what, what happened early on that really fucked them over is that the governor... It's... So the governor... Um, he um he didn't consult the legislature before consulting with health authorities on what to do about, about like stay at home orders and stuff like that which like technically he doesn't have to consult the legislature but like it's a good faith gesture according to them and so he did this stay at home order and then the legis- the Republican legislature got really salty about it and voted to take and voted to like basically strip the governor of um, power over control of the pandemic. And so now pandemic relief is run by the Republican legislature and has been since since Fuck. April. Don't you love that all oh, of our lives no. are being played like roulette with for politics like one of the things i've been screaming the last few days into the void basically uh you know the the cut song from frozen (laughs) 2 into the void um is like i keep hearing people say about the economy about the economy and i'm like um okay I want to pause and I don't want to negate that like an economy is important. I understand mm-hmm. that. But the economy is a construct that we made up that we all abide by. People's actual fucking lives are more important than a construct. Yeah. yeah. Period. Period. There's like like this should not even be like a goddamn debate. But here we are. Like if like if people Ugh. aren't around to participate in an economy, like, then why do we Exa- need an yes. economy? Like, yes. And, like, um, the economy can only function if it has people to function within <laughs> it. This is my schoolhouse rock song. 
<laughs> no, it's so, it's frustrating. You know. No, but so I had to, I basically, so it's my mom's favorite holiday. And I was basically calling her to say, hi, you're going to spend it alone. And so I called her and was like, hi, I want to talk about Thanksgiving. And she was like, what, what do we have to talk about? You're not coming. And I was like, yeah, well, that's, but like, yeah. okay. And so, and we talked about, and so then we were just kind of like, I was like, oh, thank God. Because like, basically I was calling with the intention, like I thought that I was calling to basically break your heart. Um, <laughs> and so I'm so glad that that's not the case. And like, you know, and if, and if you had been really upset about it, like I had a plan for how we could have possibly made it work, but I didn't want to use, I didn't want to do it. And she was like, no, it's like, she's like, I'm sad, but like, we're doing it so that I can see you next Thanksgiving. Yeah. And because like, what's going on in my life right now with this virus is that my mom's best friend has it. And she has the worst lungs in the world. And it's really bad. Um, And I think that was kind of like, it's wild how something can go from so abstract to all of a sudden being like completely shockingly real. And so like, I think that before she got sick, we were all kind of like, yeah, like, you know, no one's been exposed to it. Like, you know, if we just go up there, don't leave her house and then come right back down, I'm sure it'll be fine. But now that someone in our direct circle has been impacted, it's like, no, we're not risking it. It's just not happening. And I think that that's the mentality that, honestly, I think that's the mentality that got us into this because it's the wrong mentality of only starting right. to be extra cautious once it's once, a, it, once it's directly impacts you. That is such an that is such yeah. an American mindset. Yeah, yes. it's also that like I know people, including. Uh, my mother's husband who he gets bored so he goes to the store and i'm like stop going to the fucking store every other day like shut it down because while you're wearing a mask uh arkansas is not a um there's no mandate really so like people can yeah well i think there is now but like people are not enforcing it like Truly, a mandate was only put in place two weeks ago. And because it was only two weeks ago, no one is enforcing it, right? So, and then, like, some people are wearing, quote-unquote, masks, but they're, like, loose bandanas or literal, like, gaiters that you can see through. Like, I can see their mouths. And so, I don't go into stores anymore. I will just do a curbside pickup of groceries or have them delivered or whatever, but getting him to understand that he cannot go to the store every other day because he's bored is becoming more and more difficult. Um, Yeah. And the rates here are high, right? Like, because people think it's a hoax until someone they know gets it. Oh. (sighs) I mean... The cognitive dissonance of Republicans is truly. See, but the wild thing is, it's not even just Republicans. Yes, you're right. I shouldn't say. I'm just saying where I am right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like you're you're absolutely correct, and I I will be the first to say that it's just the um, like the nature of this place is just very much like a. It won't happen to me. I'm fine. Yeah. Like. Right. (laughs) Right. So, like, because even, and the reason I say that is because, like, I even see some of my black friends, you know, and and, and it hurts me in my core because, like, just like everything else that goes bad in this country, black people are always going to be the ones that are hit hardest because of how this country is systemically set up. Right? So, like, 
you're out there partying saying oh it's a pandemic like i don't believe in getting like like people close to me say that like i don't believe in getting tested because they might be giving people covid at the testing sites like on the swabs like i don't believe in getting even the the like the temperature i'm going to the, I'm gonna fuck this up, but like the temperature gun, like when you go to CVS to get your flu shot and they like check your temperature, like without giving you the the thing, the thermometer in your mouth, like they don't believe in those either. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? What? Wh- why? Why? Like, how is it? And it's it's one of those things where it's just like you really don't give a shit about other people. Like, there's well, and the uh, thing that's so hard is that like. Their inherent distrust is actually warranted, right? It like, is. No, it's 100% like it's is. totally warranted. It also is like, it's not what's happening in this moment. So, like, exactly. how do you have two separate conversations where you're like, yes, the inherent distrust is right. <laughs> but even if it is a pandemic, as you're saying, people are still out here getting sick and dying. I don't think you just, like pandemic your way into how many people dead right now right almost (laughs) we're nearing 250,000 and like the current Fauci got up this week and said if we do not do something right now the way these new infection rates are going it'll be 600,000 by January that is what Fauci said this week 600,000 dead and that is why yes And so, uh, y'all cancel your holiday plans. Just cancel just your holiday do it. plans. I mean, like, listen. If you need to zoom with someone, I will zoom with you. Yeah. If you need to, like, if you like, and, and I know I've just offered that, but I really do mean it because the thing is, I understand the loneliness. I really do. Hey. Uh, I spent the first six months of this not seeing a single solitary person not through a window or through a screen right like because it wasn't until like july or june that i actually like sat outside at a park with someone i still haven't done that like but you guys went up to the yeah no like we yeah yeah yeah, but like but maureen is like maureen is my quarantine person she's literally the only person i will see Yes, and Aaron, my friend Aaron, is that from was that for me in Chicago? Yeah, and there was that little park. I don't know if you guys ever saw the bunny park at the end of my block, but it was just like a plot of land. And so she and I would go to the bunny park and just sit in the bunny park, Aww. right? Yeah. Um, I get it. It's really hard. This is hard. <laughs> like, I, I the thing I keep trying to. Put in perspective is the last time we had something of this magnitude was 1918, right? Like we're living through a once in a lifetime thing. Yeah. That like once this is over, we will not experience this again. Fucking hope not. Right? Like God willing, we will right. not experience this again. Um, uh, the likelihood, if historically the like models that we have in place, like it is Excuse very me. unlikely we will experience this again the other thing i keep trying to put into perspective for myself and i don't know if this helps but for me it does where i stop and i think okay maybe this is going to be one or two years of my life that is like kind of not the life i normally live or the life i really wanted to live but at the end of it i'm still alive and i get x number of unknown years to live a life I want to live, to be the person I want to be. And that like, there are some things coming out of this that I think are actually not personally terrible. Do you know what I mean? Like one thing I yeah. will say for myself is I, um, I tend to get very frustrated when something out of my control goes awry and it's just like, it makes me very stressed out. And now I'm just like, whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, literally a year ago, I could not have conceived of my reactions that I'm having now because right. it was just not, you know, that like in my vocabulary. And now I'm like, cool. Internet's not working. I get it. We'll just meet later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right, right. No, I like the more and more I think about like people about like, 
staying home and like the importance of staying home. It's like the ability to stay home is such a privilege. Like there are so many. So I, I, I read this really interesting take on the early stages of all of this where like everyone had to stay home and it wasn't for the working class. It wasn't a stay at home order. It was, it turned into rich people staying home and getting poor people to run their errands for them. And like, it's, and like, that's, in the 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 concept of essential workers and like you know grocery stores needed to stay open because that's where food was <laughs> and like it's and you know people and yet the federal minimum wage is still seven exactly and so it's like and and in that moment a grocery store employee is equally as important as yeah exactly and it's and work. yeah and yeah. like yeah. and so where I'm so frustrated is like. The people who have the privilege to be able to stay home, the people whose jobs are not deemed essential, where they can work from home and they can do it, you know, they can, you know, whatever, they're able, they're able to live their normal lives largely unaffected at home and stay safe. They're not because they're bored. And that is such an affront to the people who are putting their lives on the line. It's just selfish is what it is. Yeah. Like that's like and ever since the beginning <laughs> ever since the beginning of this pandemic, it has become like abundantly clear that despite, you know, all of the other societal things, like I have a ton of privilege. I really do. And it's made me feel so It's made me feel so bad and to see so many people that I have worked with, so many people that, like, are in the same, like, situation as me and not taking the shit seriously, they could be easily stopping this. And they're just not because, like, they have, like, their social lives are so much more important than keeping the people that they're using to do these things safe. Like... How can you be so selfish when you have all of this already? Like, how can you just... Like, even outdoor dining still fucking irks me out because you're still... you Like, it's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. And, like... Sorry, y'all. I don't know. Just, like, thinking about, like... That's been something that's been on my mind this entire pandemic. And it's just... It's really got me messed up. Like... Y'all fucking suck. I think it's also hard when I talk about being someone who's immunocompromised and then I'm seeing people making decisions that would put me in an even more compromised position. Yeah. And um, that's hard because these are like people who are supposed to love you and care for you and can't do some basic things. That they're not making... There's like a cognitive dissonance. They're not making the connection that their behaviors make it actually harder for me. That every time people are willing to make that one or two compromises, that means I have to make one or two compromises the other direction. Do you know what I mean? Like where I go out less and I can do less and I can do like to the point where like that was part of the decision to move that like, A, I knew my... um, just my teaching load was going to be reduced because uh, there are things like, you know, it's sometimes people don't want to take voice lessons when um, they don't know when the next time they're going to sing. Right. Is, right. Like when it's a mystery, it's sort of a mystery. Um, I didn't know if the school was going to require it. And also, um, people are just being hit financially too. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like there was like this like trifecta of things. And then um, for me, it just was like, well, I don't want to like, although I am paying my mother like rent, I also was like, I don't want to commit to something where I have to make X number of dollars a month. That's like not going to work for me because 
what if this gets worse? What if the school doesn't come through? What there was like a lot of what ifs, right? And so like it's a weird position. I have not lived with my mother since I was 16 years old. That's wild. Imagine, right? Like that like but I also think it was the right decision. There's like no doubt in my mind that it was the right decision. Um but also like we do not have a government that supports people or supports artists or supports people who are independent contractors or like there's like a everything that the government fails to support I fall into the category of <laughs> and so I was like well fuck yeah. right um but on the flip side okay ugh let's talk about what we're doing for our own self care because I think that is important. Like having the space to discuss like the feelings and hurt and being scared and being, you know, all of that. But we're in this, we're having, we're developing things. Are there things that you are like looking at and you're being like, oh, this is how I'm taking care of myself? Honestly, what's helped me was the distraction of a health crisis like a personal health crisis where I needed to because not in that I'm grateful for the health crisis, but I am grateful for the requirement that I be selfish about my well-being because I think yeah. honestly in past episodes I think I've, I think we've talked about self-care just kind of like generically before. And I think in past episodes, I've said I'm bad at self-care. But um, through this, I've had to get better at it by necessity, just because I had to recover from surgery. And like, I had to put up boundaries between me and work and me and projects that I'm doing, you know, it, and that's not something I'm really used to. And so I think that my self-care was kind of foisted on me. And so what I've been doing to make myself feel better was being selfish about making sure, not even selfish, but just prioritizing rest and um, not not worrying about oh am i being lazy because that's something that's a narrative that i think a lot of fat people have in the back of their heads of right. like <laughs> i was like that word is just so it's so like pointed yeah. into us like yes, like yes, okay yes. i got home from work at 3 30 and i immediately got into bed and just never got out of bed and in my head before like you know, at the beginning of the pan, you know, whatever or whenever, if I ever were would have were to have done that, I would have at the, at eight o'clock been like, God, so, like I can't believe you were so lazy today. And it's like, no, you just rested, and and I've just kind of like my self care is like working, has been working on not caring about whether or not I'm lazy. So, yeah. Kita, do you have things in place right now that you're like, this is a demonstrable self-care thing? Honestly, no. <laughs> um, I've just been, it's weird, like, I've also had, like, a ton of distractions, which has been really nice. Um, but with, like, the election coming up and, like... Yes, we should say, I, I know I said November <laughs> 1st, but that means we do not have... I, I I don't I mean I don't think we have election results come November third, but like yeah. we are recording this without knowledge of what's yeah. happened. Yeah. But so. I can say we are recording this with full terror of one of the options yeah, of what the previous the so. previous episode, the gym class episode came I came out if everything went to plan, it came out the day after the election. <laughs> and uh yeah. We'll see. We'll see if if the if the if the tone matches the global mood. <laughs> yeah, let's roll the dice uh, on that one. But, <laughs> but yeah, like I I don't know. I mean, 
I've picked up a new hobby, which like makes me happy because I was like say, I think you might be doing some self-care things that you're not categorizing as self-care. Probably like, yeah, like think, as someone who knows you and I don't want to throw them out on the podcast for the world. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're yeah, like, but like, I do think you're doing a couple of things that I would say, I think this is arguably self-care. Okay. Yeah. Cause I mean, um, yeah, like picking up a new hobby that like, I didn't think I would find that fun because of like how terrified I am of putting myself out there. But like, you know, finding a community where starting to build one is really nice. So, like, I have other people to talk to, you know, like yeah, strangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that feels really cool. Um, Connection is something we crave, mm-hmm. even yeah. if, like, I am an introvert. Like, uh, st- I know people are always shocked by that statement, but it's true. I am. Um, but we need connection, right? Like, and I think we forgot how much connection you have just living a life. Like, even if it's, it's not like with someone like you're giving conscious, like special time to this idea of just like having an interaction out in the world is connection. Right. Mm -hmm. We can't really do that anymore. So like you have to be like mindful of how you're having it. Right. Like, and that's, that's an interesting field to navigate you know what i did last week that was just like the most intense um dopamine rush i've ever possibly experienced um i went to <laughs> I, I lit a building on fire no i <laughs> I, was like, I was like what did, uh, i am I was vast, like, did you I'm vastly exaggerating the impact on me but it was but it was a very positive thing um, I was grocery shopping. A, a friend of mine um, was diagnosed with breast cancer and her boyfriend set up like a weekly, like on, on weeks where she's getting chemo, he set up like people can sign up for the first three days after her chemotherapy to bring meals over. And so last totally. week I made soup for them. And went in the morning to go get the ingredients for the soup. And so I I went in, I put the groceries in my car. And the grocery store I went to is right next to this, like, small local coffee shop. And I was like, fuck, I haven't been inside a coffee shop since March. And so I went, like, the door was propped open. It was just the barista in there. And so I was like, I'm going to get a cup of coffee to go. And so I went in. And like from, I like shouted my order at, I was like, can I have a cup of coffee? Let me know when I can come pay. (laughs) And so like, then he like put it, he was like, here you go. And I like went, I paid and I went and got it. And then from the entrance, I just stood in the doorway for like 45 minutes and just had an extended conversation with the barista and Jesus Christ talking to a stranger. I didn't know how much I needed that. Of just, like, talking to someone that I don't already know. Good Lord. I walked out and Mm -hmm. was like, I feel like Oprah. Like, I feel like I just conducted the most (laughs) provocative. (laughs) I just feel like I just conducted the most provocative (laughs) interview of 2020. Talking to this guy. Talking to this guy about how his neighbor plays guitar on his balcony. Oh, my (laughs) fucking God. (laughs) Like, oh, God. I think, yeah, I, yes, I do think we all kind of have those moments where we're missing yeah. that, right? Like, um, yeah. I, so now here's the next question. As we're in, we're, I should say, as we are heading in, but when this goes up, we will be in holiday mm-hmm. season. Are you like thinking of ways? to give yourself a holiday season. Like for me, I will talk about like Halloween. I made the decision originally. So like last year on Halloween, I knew the costume I wanted to do this year. I wanted to do Connie the Hormone Monster from Big Mouth. But as the year played out, I was like, that is going to be such an epically good costume. And it will take me so much time and so much money. 
that I am not giving that costume idea to 2020. (laughs) No. No. So, right? Like, so, but because, I mean, we know my love of Halloween. This is a well-documented thing on this podcast. I was like, I decided I'm going to do Halloween for me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, because I want Halloween. Right. So, um... If for those of you who haven't seen it, if you have seen the documentary now spoof of the documentary of company, it's documentary now. It's season three, episode three. It's called Co-op. It is genius. But I went as Patty from Co-op and maybe recreated her whole meltdown scene. Um, I can't tell you how many people I have forced to sit down and watch that episode who just who don't get how fucking funny it is because they don't know about the company documentary (laughs) but i just i like i i've watched it countless times and i've just cat like full body racked heaving laughs at the at the polypel connie or patty scene just i mean it's a work of genius. Paula Pell liked my photo. <laughs> I can't even fucking believe like, that. Oh, I can't even. Um, I mean, it is a pretty niche market what I did, but you know, <laughs> it was a niche market for me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it was an important ritual for me to like put, to do something because I do love the holidays so much. And I think that going into the next two big holidays, it's important to do something for you to make you remember why you're doing something. So like for me, I know I'm going to watch a Muppet Christmas Carol any day now. That will be the, the <laughs> thing that happens. Hell um, yeah. It is my favorite Christmas movie. I mean, da-da. I, <laughs> the Muppets are one of my favorite things ever. So um but I think it'll just be a lot of like, I want to get a lot of scented candles, right? Get that Christmas cinnamon scent everywhere. Cinnamon? Is that the word I just made up? It is, but I. Cinnamon. I am fully on board with the word I just made up. <laughs> um, <laughs> cinnamon. Uh, but like, you know, I, I know I will probably, I still have to. Good gravy. Unpacking. I keep thinking, oh, it's been so long. And then I remember that I have been in the final place because, like, the move just took had so many compartments to it, right? Like, like that, like, I've only been in this home for a month. Wild. So, I'm. I, it's, like, actually not totally atypical that someone is not completely unpacked. Yeah one month later but my brain is like you should be done you know like so i keep being like quiet you um but i do my motivation to unpack is to decorate for the season that'll be nice that's really the motivation to unpack and i think that's good for me because it's like tangible do you know what i mean like and then and i'm not even like here's the thing not somebody who's like christmas i just love christmas but I just love the idea of joy and being festive and sparkly lights. And <laughs> right Amen. now, like, like, I love the idea of baubles. And that's okay. I, if I'm going to, like, bobble 2020, I am going to bobble 2020. Oh, <laughs> my God. You're, you're the second person that I've ever met that calls them baubles. <laughs> Uh, I mean, kismet, bobbles, bagels, beads. Um, <laughs> it's a musical theater reference. Um, yeah. So what I'm, what I'm going to try to do. So Kita and I have figured out a way that we can safely have Thanksgiving together. Um, where, so Kita isolates generally. Um, Mm-hmm. I, yep. the only social, the I don't even call it social. The only outside interaction I have with the world is I go to work and all of my interactions at work are masked and heavily sanitized. 
and Daniel, my boyfriend, isolates. And so I'm really the only wild card in the situation. And so we've come up with we've come up with a system where I'm gonna make an appointment um two days before Thanksgiving to get tested. And the outcome of that test will dictate whether or not Kita comes to my apartment. Um yeah. and so yeah. Um, will you not have any more exposure in those yep. two days? Yeah. Um, look at us being so responsible. Yeah, because I, so my, I teach the Tuesday and Wednesday before Thanksgiving and my Wednesday is completely online. Yeah. Good. So I'm going to get tested on Tuesday, um, when I'm done teaching and then, that way, I'll get the results by Thursday. Because you guys still can do semi-rapid yep. testing. We're here. Here, do you know? Okay, y'all. Uh, I had to pay $70 for a flu shot. <laughs> a. B. I was like, I want to go fund me for my flu shot. <laughs> I was like, that just took too much of my money. Um, and then B. Uh, they charge $77 for a COVID test. Oh, my God. If you're uninsured. So I, I have read, like, Walgreens will, like, you might be able to get a free test through Walgreens if you're uninsured. But, like, hey. the Department of Health charges $77 for a COVID test. Oh, God. And I was like, that is some grade A bullshit. That's... You're, like, actively discouraging people who are literally literally yeah no that's fucking sinister um yeah but pending the you know positive or not positive jesus christ the negative test results <laughs> kita and i are gonna brainstorm having a really aesthetic thanksgiving in my apartment just fucking all just, out thanksgiving <laughs> autumnal flanjo fucking. we're gonna have the flangoiest thanksgiving i'm going well, to dress up you, like i'm going to somebody else's house right and if you have the flangeous thanksgiving i expect a facetime yes. oh yeah and i expect a photo up in this facetime of us flangeoing <laughs> from different places we just um oscar and moody up as turkeys yes yep oh. Oscar and Moody are my cats for the uninitiated. Oh my god! Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up cat turkey costumes, and it's gonna be the oh my god oh. Oh, that now makes me so want, happy. Now I want to get dog costumes for the two dogs. Yes, mm. domesticated turkeys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will tell you, so the two dogs, my mom's two dogs are Cosmo and Maggie. Maggie is half boxer, half whippet, which is a weird yeah. fucking mix. It's weird, but it sounds cute. Mm -hmm. Cosmo is part dachshund, mm. part black lab, part What pit the bull. fuck? That's beautiful. <laughs> so wait, is it? Is it a is it a is it a um, a black lab with tiny legs? Please. Say yes, yes. <laughs> but like a little white nose and a white belly. <laughs> but he has no coordination. Like I don't know Makes if sense. he's dumb or he just doesn't know how to be in his body. But like he notoriously falls over all the time. Like he'll just be sitting on something and just fall over. And the other day he ran up to my room and then he ran downstairs and I didn't turn the light on on the stairs when he ran downstairs and I heard thump, 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 thump. And I went, oh, <laughs> oh shit. Turn the light on and Cosmo's at the bottom of the stairs looking at me oh. and he's fine. Fine. But I was like, Cosmo, how did you just fall down the entire flight of Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> he was so excited. I mean, truly, truly. Oh. I love that. Oh my mm -hmm. god. So now I'm like, if you guys make the cats turkeys, maybe I will have to get, maybe I'll make Cosmo and Maggie like cranberry costumes <sighs> or like. Oh my uh, god, yes. Oh my know, god, y'all. Make them into size. I just found a pet costume that's a flannel shirt. And I think. 
I want to put Oscar, who's my big boy cat, in the flannel shirt. Chucky He's boy. my chunky boy. And I'm going to put him <laughs> in a flannel shirt. And then yeah. Moody. <laughs> and then I think I'm going to put Moody in a hat that looks like a turkey. <laughs> I love everything about this. Oscar would kill it in a flannel. I know. You should, like, do, like, a... <laughs> Oscar should do, like, a hipster, like, a an Americana hipster photo shoot. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Put him in a flannel. Have him, like, have, like, a little piece of hay coming out of his mouth. Put him next to an apple <laughs> oh pie. My God. Give me that real, like, uh, Daniel Fish's Oklahoma <laughs> chic. That's what I want. <laughs> no, it's going to be... I'm really excited about this. We're going to have... No, I think it's going to be good. So that's that's our holiday. That's I'm not going to presume that that's Kita's holiday self care, but that is my holiday self care. Is no, yeah, it's going to be okay. Kita's holiday self care. <laughs> it's <too>. just having <laughs> a really excited that the three of us need to buy matching pajamas because I felt very left out of your PJ picture oh. last year. Oh. Yeah, let's get some matching PJs and like and we'll yeah. and we'll Photoshop them together. That sounds really yes. Oh. That's a- See, create that. your own care. This yes. is. I do think. I mean, I think the thing is, it's so hard not to be semi sad right now, and I want to make sure no one thinks I'm not saying put space for that because we should have space for that. We should absolutely our feelings. Yeah, but I also think creating systems of care for ourselves is really important, and like that, I we have to be able to do both. Right. Like they they have to work together. Well, and I think that, you know, I I think that it's really hard, especially when it's a time of year where it's so steeped in tradition to have to abandon those traditions. But what it's what this is forcing us to do is like it's forcing us to like have to to put on hold a lot of the traditions that are really important to us, which is hard. But I think that if we reframe it as having an opportunity to create new traditions that can maybe be incorporated into our old traditions in years to come, like if we're forced to improvise and we're forced to create something lovely out of a really terrible situation, we're gonna end up with something lovely that maybe will improve future celebrations and maybe will inform our traditions from here on in right like sometimes traditions you know are made in the not greatest of circumstances so well and plus like you know if you're having thanksgiving in your own in your own house like no one's gonna look twice at you if you get seconds Eat all the turkey you want. All the sides you want. I mean, really, let's always be honest. Part of the thing about being a vegetarian or a vegan during Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving truly is about the sides. Yeah. Although I will say last year we perfected our main course. What did you have? It was this multi-day tofu process where we froze and then we pressed and then froze and then thawed and then froze and then thawed and then marinated overnight and then breaded and deep fried tofu and it It was good so good because what the freezing and unfreezing does is it like it makes the molecules like fracture and like it gives it a really spongy texture i mean that's what essentially happens to you basically pothold yeah (laughs) yeah um and so we and then with marinating it overnight in like in like um veggie vegan chicken bouillon and like oil Ooh. and say like really just like it was like a thick marinade all of this like the sage i mean the moment sage is introduced to a party it tastes like oh yeah Thanksgiving. Mm, no and it's like i'm really honestly 
I'm really excited for the food this year because we're not limited by having to tiptoe around the regular Thanksgiving meal being made. And like where we're like rushing our preparations, we can just like take our time, do what we have to do and like eat when we want to eat. Nothing's going to be cold. I'm really excited about that. Yep. That's going to be really good. I have a feeling we're going to have a second kitchen by the time <gasps> Ooh. we get to Thanksgiving. That's sort of the goal. They're ripping out. Um, the house is so oddly designed. So they're ripping out a part and they want to put a second fridge and a little stove. And I was like, ugh, game on for Thanksgiving. Uh, if I have access to two stoves, there is no stopping me. Wow. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, listen, am I sad not to be seeing my cousins and watching weird YouTube compilations that make my uncles oh, that make so my good. uncles question question <laughs> the sanity of our generation? Like, yes, of course I'm sad about that. But I'm also really excited <laughs> to have a really aesthetic cat photo shoot totally dairy-free Thanksgiving. And here we are. I mean, I may bring my own tiny mac and cheese. I mean, you know, totally dairy-free <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, okay. No. Totally no, cool. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You can, no, Keita, you can, bring your own, you can bring your own mac and cheese. I don't care. Okay, cool. The most aggressively <laughs> passive-aggressive interaction. I mean, Please. totally dairy-free. Yeah. I also now have this image of, like, Kita having to sneak her mac and cheese in the bathroom. Being like, I'm fine. Everything's fine in <laughs> here. Like, is everything all right? And we just hear, I'm fine. I'm all right. Yep. <laughs> you hear a YouTube video going and Kita yeah, exactly. That's what yep. you hear. <laughs> well, I think that it's time for final thoughts. Final thoughts. Should I go? Stay I'm home. Stay home. Sorry. Stay home. <laughs> yes. Stay home and figure out good care for you. And yeah, you know, and don't and make take this as an opportunity. Reframe your thinking about not having a normal holiday and try to make try to make something new. Even if you're by yourself, do something that genuinely makes you happy. Yes. Yes. All right. A, a word, and, and we close on that word. Yes. That sermon, if you will. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> May. Bye. Bye. Podcast Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. You can find us on all the social media places as Fat Out of Hell Pod and all the podcast places as Fat Out of Hell. And you can shoot us an email at fatoutahellpod at gmail.com. Bye, babies.